And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, rural municipalities receive expanded provincial revenue sharing. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly cloudy, 30% chance of light snow. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high today, minus 23. That's where we're at right now. Two centimeters of snow tonight. The low, minus 25. Wind chill near minus 33. Tomorrow, periods of light snow. Wind 15 kilometers. The high, minus 22. The low, minus 26. Wednesday, partly cloudy. The high, minus 25. The low, minus 31. Thursday, sunny. The high, minus 25. The low, minus 31 again. Friday, partly cloudy, a bit milder, the high minus 23, the low minus 25. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 18, the low minus 24. Sunday, sunny, the high near minus 17. The normal high minus 9, the normal low minus 21. The sun rose at 829 this morning, it sets at 555 tonight. And around the province, Estevan is minus 22, that's the province's hot spot this hour. Saskatoon, minus 25, Swift Current, Weyburn and Yorkton, all three at minus 24 degrees. In Regina, cloudy and a degree warmer. It's minus 23 in Regina. That's nine below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northeast at eight, giving a wind chill of minus 30. Humidity 66%. Thermometer rising 103.0. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 24. Winds are from the east northeast at four. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 23. That's nine below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. Rural municipal leaders welcome expanded funding from the Saskatchewan government. Premier Scott Moe announced today an additional $10 million represents a 4% increase in municipal revenue sharing, bringing the total this year to $251 million. The municipal revenue sharing formula will be based on three quarters of one point of the provincial sales tax revenue from the two previous fiscal years. Rural Municipalities President Ray Orb says a predictable annual funding plan makes it easier for municipalities for future planning. He welcomes the expanded money, saying RMs will get about $2.5 million. We'll have a full interview with the President Ray Orb tomorrow on Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The program will also see $1.5 million from the total revenue sharing co-managed with municipalities to invest in initiatives which support good governance, capacity building and regional planning. APAS is calling for a review of the Federal Livestock Tax Deferral Program. President Todd Lewis welcomes the expanded coverage announced last week, but says a full review of the technology and area boundaries are needed. We're happy that it's uh, another listing, uh, you know, prescribed area was put out. This is the third set of announcements. Uh, the first one's in September and then later on in the fall. And, and now here at uh, the end of January, we've got the last list of prescribed areas and uh, we initially asked for uh, 100% of the province to be uh, designated, but the way it's turned out, it's been uh, 75%, so it's certainly helpful, and uh, we welcome the announcement. The northeast and the northwest corner still aren't covered for the livestock tax deferral. Do you still feel that it doesn't cover completely the area that should be covered? 
Well, I think, uh, you know, when you look at an area as big, you know, 75% of the province, you know, with with that much of the province affected by fee charge, uh, it really is the entire province. Hay prices are high, you know, in in the entire province. And uh, anybody that was short feed certainly had to pay a lot of money for feed and uh, in some cases weren't able to get available feed and and had to uh, make some decisions as far as selling the herd to get through the winter. And what this deferral does, of course, then is gives gives them the opportunity to uh, buy back into the uh, market, you know, next year and hopefully we're going to have a better year moisture-wise and uh, the, the hay situation will, will be improved for next year. So I think, uh, you know, we have so much of the province been designated. I think there'll cer- certainly be producers that have fallen through the cracks that, in those areas that haven't been designated. So I think just going forward, we want to see, uh, you know, this has been something that we've asked for for quite some time that in situations like this, the earlier the announcement is made is better and it's something that's very predictable. I think it's based on whether their station information so i think uh we've been working with afc and you know the federal government and, and minister mccauley on this issue and you know unfortunately right now with the lack of moisture we have in a lot of uh saskatchewan you know going over the winter here we may have a repeat next year so the earlier we can get these areas designated and the more areas that can be designated i think the sooner the better and uh, we're going to continue working on it for next year i understand your release says you want a review of the technology and area boundaries mm-hmm. to determine the eligibility that was used Yes, I mean right now it's uh, on an RM basis, which if that's uh, this, if those are the boundaries they're going to use, that's fine. But we need other weather stations that can be used, not just Environment Canada. Saskatchewan Crop Insurance has a good weather network, and uh, there's a lot of private network of weather networks as well. You know, with the big data agriculture, I mean, there's lots of private weather stations on producers' own farms and pastures, and uh, we'd like to be able to see those get used as well. And if rainfall is, is below average, uh, let's get these areas designated and give those producers an opportunity to use this program. You're concerned about the timing, the end of January? you say isn't a great time? Well, certainly a lot of these decisions have already been made. And so it's uh, it's the sooner the better. Uh, farmers and ranchers will have the opportunity to uh, take good marketing opportunities when they get it. So if the announcement's made for September, it certainly gives them a lot more time to uh, manage their tax than it does after the fact here at the end of January. The tax deferral area covers the Saskatchewan Grain Belt with the exception of portions of the Northeast and Northwest. In Saskatchewan, 14 rural municipalities were added to the list. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A cattle producer 40 kilometres northwest of Saskatoon is relieved that the boundaries for the federal livestock tax deferral were expanded last week. Scott Horn lives in the RM of Great Bend which was one of 14 Saskatchewan RMs added to the list. Our ranch is right in the North Saskatchewan River Valley, and like I could literally skip a stone across the river to the other side where they did qualify, and and yet on our side it, it didn't qualify. Horn says being able to defer paying taxes on livestock sold in a dry year makes a big difference for a smaller operation like his. You're looking at big numbers when you're having to downsize if you're Getting rid of a half dozen animals is quite the same as having to get rid of a quarter or half of your herd. When you have that kind of a income bump, Revenue Canada generally doesn't doesn't look at it as anything other than a spike in your income. They don't look at you know the whys and the wherefores. Horn talks about the 2018 downsizing in his herd. I'd say totally sold about uh, 20, which I mean that's not that many for a large producer, but. 
I'm in a transition phase taking over the ranch from my father who's retiring or getting near to it. And so I'm trying to rebuild the stock that we have there. And, and so that was, you know, that was a good quarter of our animals that we were carrying at the time. And we're, like I said, we're still looking at having to downsize some more this winter still, just so we have a more manageable number going into next year because again we we're having to prepare for the possibility that it's as dry next year as it was the last couple years and and we're definitely not going to be able to carry over as many head as as we have in the past about 75 percent of saskatchewan rms are eligible for the 2018 livestock tax deferral twelve thousand dollars in scholarships were presented sunday in saskatoon the Prairie Land Youth Leadership Conference attracted 46 4-H members from across Saskatchewan. The two-day event cultivates leadership skills through a mix of social, interactive, and competitive activities. A panel of judges observed the process and, following a thorough evaluation, selected the top five participants. First place and a $4,500 scholarship was presented to Brett Rumpel from Craven. Brett is a member of the Long Laketon Multiple 4-H Club, who is now in her first year at the University of Saskatchewan, majoring in agricultural biology. Brett has attended several Prairie Land Youth Leadership Conferences over the years. My first Prairie Land, I was a shy little, little 12-year-old, and I, I didn't know what I was going into when I came here, and I'm very happy with the outcome. She says the $4,500 scholarship is great, but there are many lasting benefits from the program. And the biggest thing that I've always gained from this conference has been communication skills. You learn how to network and to meet new people. I've learned other skills along the way like marketing and creating your own personal brand, how to talk to consumers in agriculture and all those very useful skills. Second place and a $3,000 scholarship went to Simon Mann of the Handel Multiple 4-H Club. Morgan Davey with the Vanskoy Multiple 4-H Club placed third and received a $2,500 scholarship. There were $1,000 scholarships for the fourth and fifth place participants. Ruby Kanash is with the Wishart Multiple 4-H Club and Dylan Watt is a member of the Beachy Multiple 4-H Club. The Canadian Grain Commission is updating the way peas and lentils are graded to ensure that Canada continues to provide buyers with a superior product. Canadian Grain Commission Program Manager of National Inspection Procedures and Regulatory Compliance, Derek Bunkowski, says effective August 1st, only registered varieties of peas and lentils will be eligible for a number one grade. The change is related to um, varieties that are registered. So the Canada Grain Act, as it, as it uh, reads, states that in order for grains to receive top grades, to be eligible for top grades, they need to be of a registered variety. Um, so in a couple of crops, uh, such as uh, corn and chickpeas, there are no registered varieties. Uh, so we need to make a commission order that allows those crops to receive top grades, even though there are no registered varieties. With peas and lentils, there are many, many registered varieties. The vast majority of peas and lentils being grown by producers are registered varieties. Uh, so we felt that it was important that we support the Canada Grain Act and the Canadian varietal registration process uh, by only allowing registered varieties of peas and lentils to be eligible for the top grades. So because there's so few uh, acres of those crops being grown, we feel 
that there will be minimal to no impact to the industry. Uh, this potential change was discussed at the Pulse subcommittee level and with all of the provincial Pulse organizations, and there was no negative feedback received, and that's why we're going ahead with the change August 1st. Bunkowski says unregistered varieties will only be eligible for a number three grade. That would be the highest grade it would be eligible for. And another key point is the, with the news release was the timing. We wanted to have that come out so the producers are aware of this change on August 1st and can make their cropping uh, varietal decisions accordingly. Bunkowski notes in previous years the Canadian Grain Commission exempted peas and lentils from variety registration requirements to allow producers to take advantage of new varieties that were not yet registered. The majority of the peas and lentils grown in Canada have now completed the variety registration process and the exemption is no longer necessary. Grain Commission officials say by growing registered varieties, farmers ensure that Canada maintains a competitive advantage by producing high-quality crops with consistent end-use properties. Saskatchewan Pulse Growers and the Ministry of Agriculture are hosting a series of crop production meetings this week in southern Saskatchewan. Day-long seminars are being held in Rosetown today, Swift Current tomorrow, Assiniboia on Wednesday and Regina on Thursday. Topics include plant diseases, new varieties, insect issues and future markets. The meetings run from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Salvi, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 40 cents at 438.32. Oats rose $6.54 at $206.29. Number one red spring wheat dropped a dollar twenty-two at two eighteen ninety-nine. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifteen eighty-four. Feed barley one eighty-seven sixty-three. Flax four seventy-three twenty-five. Yellow peas two fifty-six fifty-four. Feed wheat one ninety-three thirty-one. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is down three quarters of a cent at five seventy-four and three quarters cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Light run of slaughter cows in our Tuesday sale. Uh, the market was just a touch stronger. The average just a smidgen off at 80 cents per pound for every cow in the sale. And real good cows, 83 to 90, you get the odd ones up into the mid-90s. But uh, all in all, it's a little bit solider straight through on the cow trade. Into the feeder cattle market, the direct off the farm DLMS internet circuit, we see the uh, seven and eight weight steers trade from 185 to 195. And that's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,000 hogs Friday, selling a range of 121 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling a range of 120 to 137 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 1st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 132.25, Ham's Cash 138.88, Thunder Creek Burkle 143.78, and High Life 138.98 dollars per CKG. 
Ham's cash hog price today is down and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is up 28 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3095. And the outlook today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of light snow, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high minus 23, 2 centimeters of snow tonight, the low minus 25. Periods of light snow tomorrow, the high minus 22, the low minus 26. Regina, cloudy, minus 23, that's 9 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.